0: He is a franchise quarterback of this team. I feel comfortable paying him whatever. People in the mainstream media aren't saying is, if he can win with this group of receivers around him, imagine what he does with a, with a wide receiver one. Daniel Jones can win the Super Bowl. I, I truly believe it. I, I'm, I'll go out and say it, and I say it with confidence. Daniel Jones can win the Super Bowl in this league with the correct pieces around him. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah What you know about benchmark? Uh-huh. They're speaking the facts that you wanna hear That rapper jersey, the vision is clear the Diamonds glisten like a chandelier You know what I'm here for, like
1: with Sean Lynch It clutch time, we do not flinch Real brothers, we do not switch Hit home runs with the right pitch Who run the city? <laughs> what to do when they hating on you? I feel like Kobe, 2010 Taking an L or I needed to win what is This is business, you know how they go hey, Ain't to see it. now it's time to grow Got to Tune in now, gotta be in the notes Showtime, bitch, my butter blow We know. <laughs> Here. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of The Bench Mob. We are back. It's been a minute, but we here. We got the big three here tonight. Greg, Mr. Hot takes the bait your mother sends me. How are you doing tonight?
0: I'm good, bro. I'm good. It's good to be back. It's been a minute.
1: Chris, Cincinnati's very own. How are you doing? Bengal's getting that big win.
2: I'm good, man. The only thing that matters is the next game, right? So, side note, it's mad, mad. And we'll get to this. It's mad disrespectful how they already selling potential Bills versus Chiefs AFC championship matchup tickets. That is so, so disrespectful. But other than that, man, I'm good. You know, a little, little under the weather, but we manage. Chris on his flu.
1: Everybody, I think, so far on the show has had a flu game episode. So I think this this is Chris flu game episode. He don't have a flu, but we gonna just like Mike had a flu. We equating it to the same thing. Like it's the flu game episode. Mike had no
0: problem making it look like he had the flu.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a whole another episode. All right. We gotta start off with Daniel Jones is a franchise quarterback, y'all. Daniel Jones is a franchise quarterback. Wild card weekend, probably for me, the most biggest thing that stuck out was Daniel Jones and the Giants. We all on the show did not believe the Vikings were going to make a deep playoff run, but the way the Giants won, we already knew Saquon was him, but Daniel Jones, that was his coming out party, for sure. I
0: feel vindicated. I feel vindicated. I've been, for years, I've been been saying, telling people, like, this kid... I made I made the Daniel Jones to Josh Allen comparison before Josh Allen blew up. I did that before, and I and I did it on this podcast when I first came on this old this film of me doing that. And it's crazy to watch him now because he plays like him. <laughs> he, play, he plays like him, but it it is it, different in different ways. But I, I would say he's more accurate behind, but in those in those uh, mid range on those mid range throws, but. He plays like with the running and, you know, the way they ran him, like almost like a running back, a second running back in Saquon, but the guy's dead accurate with the football and delivering the ball beautifully, throwing a great ball with more velocity. Man, I don't know. I, I got to take a step back from it. I, I got to take a step back from the game and look at it from a 360 view because where he's at now versus where he was when he first stepped in the league and what Dayball and them have done with him, it's truly one of the best stories in football this year. It truly is. Outside of, and then you have Saquon, who's – just complete, reemerged himself, you know, and re-entered himself into that conversation of being the, the best running back in football, if not the best top two, right? So it, it, that's where we're at with this team right now. It's a lot of fun, bro. They've gotten better week to week. Um, and I think Eagles fans have another thing coming, to, Coming, and we've talked about this being you it's Eagles fans have another thing coming if they think they were going to play the same Giants that they played back in whatever. A few months ago that they blew out. It, it, that's not the same team that they put 46 up on, right? Without that, that was no McKinney, no Dory Jackson. Yeah, okay. Like the, the, those guys are both back. They've upgraded their back, lineback, their linebacking uh group here too, adding Draw Davis. Yo, man. I, I'm I'm telling you, it's gonna be a different game, and the Eagles are gonna be tight. All the pressures on them. Jonathan playing with house money. The seasons are even complete for me. You know what I mean? I, I love. after the game after the the daniel jones has a great performance everyone goes well you know the vikings defense sucks well it didn't suck bad enough for you guys not to pick them you most people still pick the vikings to win the damn game so now they suck because daniel jones lit their ass up or is it that daniel jones is just really good and and you know just it's a little bit of both it's a little bit of both but the guy the guy played great man the guy played the guy played great he is a franchise quarterback of this team i feel comfortable paying him whatever Seriously, like, just move, let's move forward. Let's move forward. Let's, let's put pieces around him. Because if he can win with this, the thing people aren't saying, people in the mainstream media aren't saying is, if he can win with this group of receivers around him, imagine what he does with a, with a wide receiver one and real talent offensively all over the place around him too. And I, I want to not disrespect these guys because Isaiah Hodgins is really good. Isaiah Hodgins is really, really, really good. He's a, good, he's a damn good wide receiver. But he's a, he's a damn good wide receiver too, I think. You know, we get a one. You know, he can win a Super Bowl. Daniel Jones can win a Super Bowl. I, I truly believe it. I, I'm, I'll go out and say it, and I say with confidence. Daniel Jones can win a Super Bowl in this league. With the correct pieces around him, he can certainly do it. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if he's out a win against the Eagles. I, I really wouldn't be surprised.
2: If, I don't think that's a hot take. I don't hot. think that's a hot take at all. If it's a complete team, he's he's shown he's a good enough quarterback to make the right plays and, and be smart with the football. I think that's the, the biggest improvement from last year to this year's not only is he making great throws, but he's being smart with the football. Like when he doesn't see something, he's not hesitating. He's taking off and running. So I don't think it's a hot take at all.
0: No, and and like for the guys who want to hold it against him, they're like, well, he only threw for 200 yards per game this year. The Giants had a very specific game plan for him and this team because the wide receiving core wasn't always been this good. We didn't always have Isaiah Hodgins. Isaiah yeah. Hodgins changed everything. He changed the entire way the team operates on offense. When they got a go good receiver, all of a sudden you're more comfortable dropping back and passing. When your offensive line got better, because they were unhealthy throughout the year, and you get everybody back on the offensive line, now you feel more comfortable dropping back to passing. Now he's throwing for three hundred yards and running for almost eighty to hundred yards, like he did against the Colts a couple weeks against too, couple weeks ago too. And the Colts aren't good, but still, the guy is playing great football right now. He did it in a high leverage spot in front of everybody, and I, I think he's going to play a good game against the Eagles too. I really do. As good as the Eagles are, I think he's going to play a play a good game against them um, as well. So I, I'm looking forward to it for real. Um I think Dale Jones can be a top 10 quarterback in the league. Bottom bottom half of top 10, 8 to 10. 8 to 10. Uh, let's, let's
2: let's talk about that cuz that's what that's what I wanted to get into, right? And looking at it right now, is he a top 8 quarterback?
0: 8. Oh god. All right, let's top do this. Top 10. Is he is he top 10 right now? Let's do it. Let's do it. So, uh, who's who's number 1 on the whole Start at
2: Yeah, you home. want to start at 1 or start at 10?
0: I'll start I'll start top to bottom. It's easier that way. Well, Holmes, uh what? Allen. Uh who else? Uh who else we got? Uh, Tom's not the top ten anymore. I'm sorry, he's ass. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not putting in top ten. Um Herbert, Herbert. Herbert, yes. Herbert. All right. We Lamar, Went healthy. When healthy Lamar. Yes. Uh who else are we going with here? Dak. You know.
1: That's that's five right there.
0: Is Dak. Dak's in range. Dak's in six and ten range, so Dak.
2: And some of, the, some of these last few can be, you know, Kyler. In, in you know, interchangeable within their picks.
0: Yeah. Dak, Kyler at six and seven, right? Because they're interchangeable in that range. I think they, they're both in that range. Dak, Kyler. Um, Dak
2: Kyler above Daniel Jones. Interesting.
0: This is a conversation that someone was having the other day. I'm not going to put Daniel Jones for Kyle Murray yet, um, but – Give him wide receiver one next year we can have a conversation. Uh, let's just say I uh, Kyle Murray never won a playoff game. I know. But you know, it, let, let's let's just let's just, let's just, let's just keep on going. Kyler. Uh, who
2: two is in here or no?
0: Jones is better than two. I'm
2: sorry. I'm just trying to make sure you don't you don't forget anybody and you have to replace oh, him. Oh, I get
0: team. it. I get it. I just think Daniels is better than him. Aaron
2: Rodgers, how are we feeling about Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers,
0: thank you. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers would be earlier, but he's in the conference. You know, it doesn't matter. We're just putting it yep. together. Yeah. That's eight. That's eight. Right there. Yeah. I think um, – I think – Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Got to be in there. Hurts, uh, yes, nine. Jalen Hurts at nine.
1: So does he squeak in at
0: – Does he squeaking at ten? In the current NFL, I,
2: I think oh let's let's really make sure we not we not forget anybody. Go go through div- division by division. Uh, the the way <laughs> you have him above Kirk.
0: Yeah, come on, don't let's be serious. Trevor,
1: <laughs> you got Trevor Lawrence in your top ten?
0: No, no. Not yet. You know, hey, hey, by the way, that's everyone. that's been, I've been seeing that on sports TV all day today. As I've worked, I've been watching people say, oh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, Trevor Lawrence is for sure better than Daniel Jones. I heard Nick Wright's arrogant ass say that earlier today. You know, he's not. Okay. He's not. He, he's th- Trevor Lawrence has got a lot of talent and ability for sure. But the Daniel Jones experience has clearly it, it allowed him to be a much more refined quarterback at this stage in his career. All right. And his running ability alone. In addition to his accuracy, he makes him a better quarterback, in my opinion, right now. I'm taking Daniel Jones. Based on what oh,
2: Desha- Deshaun Watson, we forgot
0: about. No, nah, well, as of right now, Deshaun's not top 10. He's not. He looked crazy.
1: After the season, you got Geno up there? Ooh.
0: Geno deserves conversation at 10, maybe. You could put Geno at 10, and, and you would be justified with Geno at 10.
1: Yeah, I think, it's, no I think you have to have that conversation between Geno, Daniel
2: Jones. Geno's better than Dak this year.
0: You know what I mean? Was he better? He, was he better than Jared Goff this year? Not nah, by not statistically, no. Not statistically.
2: Not nah, Daniel Jones.
0: Yeah, not statistically. Okay. Statistic statistically. So, so, we giving that last spot to Goff. Yeah, you could. I don't think Goff is better than Daniel Jones. I'll be honest with you. I don't go off instead. i go off watching these guys play quarterback.
1: I would pick, I would pick, yes, Goff had the better statistical season, but I would actually pick Daniel Jones over. Jared Goff, just on the aspect two of the being able to run and make plays, running the ball. Jared Goff doesn't really give you that versatility, and that's the thing. Looking at that Eagles matchup, the Eagles are the worst team in the NFL in regards of giving up running yards to quarterbacks. They average about nine point eight per rush attempt to a quarterback. So, even though they got Jalen Hurts, who was a, a Russian quarterback. Mm. Daniel Jones might see another 80 yards again next weekend.
0: Good, and, and he's
1: getting 80 yards, and like Chris said, hey, it's not, it's nothing there. He's getting five, six yards, first
0: down. And it,
2: the crazy thing is, it's so casual too. It ain't like you know these are design plays. It ain't like he's under immense duress where he's having to run for his life. No, it's like he's sitting back in the pocket. He realizes nothing there, and he's gone. And that
0: that's beautiful to watch. Like it really is. It's fun football to watch. It really he played a, he played the perfect game. He, he he did the equivalent of pitching a perfect game in baseball. Yes, last weekend. It was the perfect game. He didn't make a mistake. He didn't make a mistake. And the throw he had to to Hodgins along the right breaking out to his left, flipping his hips right. and whipping that thing. That throw to Hodgins was whew. yo. It, it, I, I, get, I get shades of Eli playoff performance, except the the, real, the reality is with him is he could be better because of the running ability when you add it in like that was that was a, an addition to his game that Eli Doug did not have. Eli couldn't just run for for 100 yards in a game. He wasn't he didn't give you a dual threat in the backfield with Saquon yeah. Barkley.
1: Eli Eli had that metamorphosis. <laughs> <laughs> looking looking at the uh, the game, right? So they play the Eagles, division game is the third time they playing. How do y'all see this one going out? I think the Giants could win the game and I'm gonna pick the Giants. But I'm gonna go with a Greg answer here. I won't be surprised if the
2: Eagles won. <laughs> you know what? You know, you know what Greg texted me during the fourth quarter of the Bengals Ravens game the other night? He said, Hey man, wrap wrap this shit up so, so we can see y'all in the in the Super Bowl. He he really he he really think the Giants are, are going to the Super Bowl. And I'm not even mad at him because look, he didn't he expect them to make it this far. He he said at the beginning of the season this is probably eight-nine-win team, right? 8-9 eight, eight nine-win team. That's they got it. into the playoffs and we all know what can happen when you get in the playoffs you just got to make it to the dance and um i think from experience knowing that we just played the ravens for a third time it's so hard to play a team for a third time in one season it's it's extremely hard because especially when they're an in division team they know you they know you the ravens know us the eagles know them you guys know the eagles you've already opened up your playbook probably twice this season already so now it's about creativity. It's about sticking to the fundamentals and, you know, really, really defensive stops. And I think for for the Giants, they're they're clicking at the right time. You know, they have all, I think the Giants have the momentum because no one expected them to be here, right? So they're playing off of a lot of emotion. They got the ball as the head coach who, who came in and changed the franchise this year and has them on, on the right path. And I think they really want to prove a lot of people wrong. Whereas the Eagles, they've been riding high all year. And it's kind of like, yeah, we expected to be here, and that's that's dangerous. That's a dangerous mindset to have, you know, at this point
0: point in the the season. The Eagles didn't finish the season the strongest. <laughs> oh, yeah, they've
2: been they've been struggling. They've been struggling as of late. They've yeah, been getting wins, but they they haven't been pretty wins.
0: Yeah, our second stringers and third stringers almost beat them. Right, I mean, that's what we're talking about. I, and and that so, was two weeks ago. You know what I mean? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And now you're saying they're saying Jalen Hurts is fully healthy and everything like that. I, the way Dexter Lawrence is playing in the middle, I mean, he he is oh my god, it, he's playing Aaron Donald level football. It's it's really, sexy, Dexy. The numbers back that up. He's playing Aaron Donald level defensive tackle football. That's what he's doing right now. So I really like this game is, is going to be close, and I think the Giants can win it. And I, I go, I'm going into this game oddly oddly confident, but, but and also it's it's I should say. Whether we win or lose, I'm happy with how the season went. I'm I'm, a, I'm over the moon about how the season went. I know I have a franchise quarterback now. I know I know we're going. I know we're going. We're going up. But I, I really think we can win this football game. And that is that's so exciting um, for me. I think Dayball has a lot of tricks up his sleeve that they haven't seen. I think we have the coaching edge in this game. I think we have a better coaching staff. I think we have the best coaching staff in football, in my personal opinion. I really believe that. With the way Dayball – the way he coaches offense is just brilliant. The things we were doing – the creativity I saw, we, I saw plays we hadn't run all year that we ran against the Vikings there. They're going to be, very, this team is going to be prepared. And defensively, they're going to be prepared too. I think uh, Jalen Hurts better. Uh, don't, don't tighten up now. Don't tighten up. You guys tighten up a little bit. We on your way. It's going to be bad. So I, I think the Giants could win this whole game. In fact, the Giants will win this football game. I'm going to pick them to win a football game. And if, and if the Giants win this football game, right? If they do, I think we're going to the Super Bowl. That's what I believe. I think that momentum, that momentum Ride right into the Super Bowl. That's that's why I text you. Why I text you. If we beat the I thought we beat the Vikings, there's a ground happening. You beat the Eagles. Oh my god.
2: Yeah. You you don't you don't win this game just to lose in the NFC championship. That don't happen.
0: It don't really happen that way, man. And and yeah. I think you can exploit Brock Brock Purdy. I mean, the the 49ers are gonna be tough, and they're a great team, but you can exploit him. He's young, he's young, he ain't seen these defenses before. He's just playing off vibes and listening to the headset because Kyle Shanahan's a genius. You know, so he can be, t- he can be exploited. And I think that's the, if you we were talking about coaching staffs that rival our coaching staff, Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers coaching staff is the closest thing. I think that would rival ours um, as well. But I think our coaching staff is brilliant. I, I feel really good about where the team is going and I think we could beat this team. I think we're going to beat them. And I-, I feel good about it. I don't know why, but I know why, but like, it's really more so about the fact that it's round three, they have to see us again. I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would much rather be playing the Vikings right now than playing us. I really believe that. You better go see Kirk. You want whack on? You gonna whack on Kirk? For real? You know? But you gotta see Daniel Jones. Hate Kirk, bro. <laughs> this man hate Kirk. And no, I actually Kirk played a good game, and, and Kirk played a really good game. He didn't make any mistakes against us, and the the criticism he's getting for that last play is not fair because what people aren't talking about is how fast Dexter Lawrence got to him on the play. There was no time for him to get the ball ten yards on the field because Dexter Lawrence was literally in his face within 0.5 seconds after he stopped the football. So give him a break. The guy. Kirk, played-
2: Kirk had a very good season, not yeah. just the game. Kirk had a very good season.
0: He did. He needed to, and by away. the way. He needed to.
1: The way that Kirk played against the Giants, those stats, no turnovers, all the yards he threw for, he said, in NFL history, teams that have games like that, where their quarterback plays like that, is 47-2. So – he was. He did his part. For the most part, he did. He did his part. If you if you look at that stat line, and somebody told you, yo, this stat line does that one in the playoff game," most people be like, "Yeah, that one's in the playoff game."
0: It's not Kirk's fault that Ed Donatel is the worst defensive coordinator in the league. It's not his fault. You know what I mean? If we're being honest,
1: um, and it's not <clears throat> Lamar Jackson's fault that the Baltimore Ravens lost. To the Bengals, shout out to Sam Hubbard. I I was afraid I was going to get caught. That was that was probably one of the most exciting plays from the whole weekend. I was watching like, oh shoot, they about to tie it up, and for some reason he tried to he tried to jump from the three yard line. That was such a great IQ play for them to knock it out, and then Sam Hubbard running it back. Greg is on to something though. I can see the Bengals. I got the Bengals going to Super Bowl, man. That 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 I got might the Bengals be, going to Super Bowl too. Nice that time. might have been their hardest test, Chris. Right there, playing the Ravens. Bro, the, game, what, the third time.
2: The, the, the first of all, yeah, the third time. But the Ravens had the best defense in the AFC playoffs as a whole. That that was the hardest defense the Bengals are going to see for yeah. the rest of the playoffs. You know, until you get to unless you play like somebody like San Fran in the Super Bowl, right? But look, that was a tough test, and I'm not going to lie to you. When they were doing that play, I'm thinking in my head, we're going to lose this game. I had a moment where I said that to myself. I said, we're going to lose this game because I was mentally trying to prepare myself that if the season was over, like <laughs> I was just trying to get the motions going early. You know what I mean? So I wasn't just like with my jaw on the floor at the end of the game, but nah, man, I, I couldn't go crazy during that play because Paisley was out on the couch with me, but seeing Logan Wilson punch that ball, right into Sam Hubbard's hands and watching Sam run down that field I was like oh my god yes lord but I didn't want to celebrate too early either because I know those plays are reviewable and I know as soon as that it goes across the goal line you know it's automatically a touchdown right so I was holding my breath during that replay but then he wasn't even close I mean that was a stupid play by Huntley he was not even close he's not you know, from the, the looks of it, he doesn't look to be super tall to be doing that. He's not like Trevor Lawrence's height, right? He doesn't have super long arms like that. So, yeah, man, it, it was shocking. But I, I did get scared too when I saw um, uh, Mark Andrews chasing him down. Mark Andrews moving. He was moving and he almost had him too. But, nah, man, what what a great way to, to end that game. And then for the Bengals to hold them the entire fourth quarter – on four straight possessions, not letting them get any points at all, not even field goals or anything like that. I mean, that's just a testament to the defense, how the defense has been, you know, I'll I'll say it. The defense has been carrying us um, in a good way, you know, pretty much all year. You know what I mean? Like the defense has really stepped up and it's not like carrying us as in the offense is playing bad. It's just the defense has been playing so good that it's hard not to notice. And I'm here for that. That's, that's what you want. You want a defense that plays lights out and I still find it crazy to think about the corners that we have. Right, we're playing with a rookie corner because Cheeto Ouzier earlier in the season tore his ACL. We're playing with Eli Apple as the other starting corner, and he makes mistakes from time to time. But there's also flashes where he plays really, really well, and he shows up against big time receivers. And that's that's the scare. That's the the weird thing about it, right? When we played. Uh, the Dolphins. He had a really good game against Tyreek Kill and Jalen Waddle. When we play, you know, wide receivers like when we play the Chiefs and things like that. But sometimes when we play like teams that don't have a lot of weapons on the outside, you you see them get burnt or have these, you know, crazy stupid penalties for holding and pass interferences. But I, I'm really excited about how this defense is playing, and I think the Bengals players are looking forward to this game, just given the fact that we got off to a fast start against Buffalo a few weeks ago and didn't get to finish that game. Um, And rightfully so, you know, that game shouldn't have happened uh, after what occurred, but I think now everybody knowing that DeMar Hamlin is okay and that he's, you know, going to the bills facility daily. um, I think the Bengals are, are really trying to get up for this game and show like, Hey man, y'all talking dirty on our name right now and, and just thinking it's going to be a cakewalk for the Bills to walk over us. And it's not. It's not going to be hey,
1: sweet. I completely agree. Josh Allen did not look good. Josh Allen did not look good. And if the Dolphins had a an actual, like, legit quarterback, Skylar Thompson did the best he could do as Skylar Thompson. But if they had anybody else, if Greg played quarterback, the Bills would have lost that game because Josh Allen did not look good and you're going against a Bengals squad with a explosive offense that will capitalize on all of those turnovers. He played boo-boo. Mm-hmm. He got out with a win, but he played boo-boo.
2: And that's the other thing that people in aren't, aren't talking about either is, is I know Joe Burrow, isn't coming out here week after week and throwing five touchdowns, four touchdowns, but. The two to three touchdowns that he does throw and and the way he's moving this ball down the field and controlling the clock, I think that's the biggest thing is time of possession. The Bengals do a great job when they have the ball of just taking what the defense gives them. All right, you saw it last week against the Ravens where they want to sit two high safeties the entire game way back. Joe Burrow's just dumping it off and we're getting positive yards and just moving the ball down the field. And um, some of the throws that Joe Burrow makes too are, you know, just insane. And, and absolutely beautiful to watch. So I think I think this is going to be a game where Jamar Chase is going to get up. T. Higgins is going to get up. T. Higgins, the catches he's been making, I know Jamar's getting a ton of targets right now, but the four or five catches a game that T. Higgins has been making are deep down the field catches, big body catches where he's stretching his entire body. And I think this is a game where you absolutely utilize your the best trio wide receivers in the NFL – you, you use that to your advantage and and Hayden Hurst on top of that. The Bengals have so many weapons on offense and I don't think the Chiefs are going to be able to keep up. I mean the the Bills.
1: Hey, after looking at this too, the flip side of this. <laughs> is Lamar going to be a jet or somewhere else cuz the tweet he put out and how the game went, have we seen the last a Lamar in Baltimore?
2: I think so man. I think I think the divorce is coming. I think their divorce is coming and I think both sides should have got a deal done by now. And I think what's going to happen is Baltimore is going to try to franchise tag him. Lamar going to be like, I ain't doing that. Lamar has too much to risk to, to play under a franchise tag with, with the amount of time he's missed this year and the amount of time he's missed last year playing under a franchise tag wouldn't make sense for him because if he gets hurt again, he's not going to be able to ask for the money that he wants to command now. He needs to just stick with his gut because there's a team out there that will pay Lamar Jackson what he wants right now. And he probably knows it's it's not Baltimore and that's, that's fine. But if you're Baltimore, you got to be cool with understanding that if you don't pay Lamar what he wants right now and you try to franchise tag him, there is a huge possibility that man walks and another team is going to pay him what he wants. And you guys are going to be set back, you know, five, six years trying to find your go-to quarterback. And really, you're going to have to blow the whole thing up. Like, L- Lamar Jackson can get his money. It may not be with Baltimore, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if these suitors really come after him hard. And I think the way he announced how he's not playing the rest of the season and how the team didn't come out and say it, and he said it first on social media, I think that says a lot right there.
1: Greg, where do you see Lamar at next season? What jersey will he be rocking?
0: I mean, I think if he um, if he's not in Baltimore and doesn't all ultimately work out because it could, I guess it could
2: get uh, him out the AFC North. Get him out. Yeah, right. Let, let the Bengals run that for years to come. Get him out. Uh,
0: Kenny Pickett might have something, something to say about that. Oh, no, he does. Stop but, it.
2: Stop it. <laughs> not afraid of Kenny Pickett. We got Joe Burrow.
0: Stop <laughs> it. Think it. might have something to say about that. I'm just saying. But that's uh, the
2: Ariana I'm, talking in you.
0: I'm just saying it, it ain't looked that bad because I, I, Ariana I, watching it. And I'm watching him play, and He's like, he's he's not half bad, but um, he's not half bad. But um, yeah, I, I think he'd end up on the Jets. I think the Jets are the I think the Jets are, are really or, or him could be the Dolphins. But I don't know what kind of capital they have left to make that kind of trade. Like I don't know if they have the draft capital to do it. But I think the Jets are the most logical one, logical option. I think they have the most to lose. I think that that coach Salas on his last leg, I believe it. I think the GM on his last leg because you messed up on Zach Wilson, and is, that's a big mess up to have. He's done a good job building the roster otherwise, though, so maybe he has more leash than I'm giving credit for. But I, I think that that team needs to make a move now to put themselves into relevancy and put themselves in Super Bowl conversations because that team's roster is insane, and they'd be an AFC championship team with competent quarterback play. So I, I think that the Jets are the team that make the most sense. And they'll, I think they're willing to do whatever it takes. Woody Johnson came out and said that. I don't think he's bluffing. I think if he, if Lamar Jackson's available, I think he'll go to the Jets. And I think if the Jets make – that situation makes a lot of sense for him. They have good guard play, so you can still run the same kind of offense. And um, the receiver – I mean, look, you talk about him not having receivers all his career, and i would complain complaining about it, but over there you got Garrett Wilson. And, I mean, him with Garrett Wilson is insane. And everybody else is – and then Brees Hall. And, he, you know, that's that's the best running back he would have played with in his career. Um you know they they got a real chance they got a real chance to do some special stuff so i think if that-
2: you're if you're, Lam- if you're lamar right you're looking at that situation if i'm him i'm looking at that situation and i'm saying damn i'm not i'm really not losing anything if i if i go there right if anything you're gaining you're gaining a younger younger team around you that's only ascending right, right. you're gaining uh a strong defense which he which he has now he has a very strong defense now so that's a plus that you're not losing you know that aspect and you're you're also getting you know two very young talented running backs that you're going to have with you and that's going to take the pressure off of you right and that's that's the important thing like I don't want to have to come out here and sling the ball a million times and try to do all this stuff with my body no rely on the run game because you have these nice two talented running backs you know I think I think it's the perfect situation for him honestly I really do.
0: Garrett Wilson makes it so appealing. I think that's
2: and and
1: Elijah Moore, Elijah Moore with Lamar with with a competent quarterback with a competent quarterback. Elijah Moore is a solid number two. He was a number one in New York. I won't put him number one, but you got Lamar, you got Wilson,
2: you got Elijah
1: Moore on the outside too, and then you got the two running backs,
2: and you got Uzama and Conklin at the tight end position interchangeably, whoever you want. Come that on, play
1: actually going to be crazy. Elijah will eat in that. Trust me. He not going to be, he not going to be putting up no post next season. Talking about I'm playing quarterback. He not going to do that Lamar. He... <laughs> All
0: right. the, the, the Garrett Wilson creates so much separation. And so does Eli. So does Moore that these throws are going to be really easy to make too. I mean, we're we're talking about a real quarterback friendly offense, potentially on the table here. I don't like them even talking about Nathaniel Hackett. I don't think that's the, that's the move. Um, right that's not the way you want to go per se but um hopefully they, they smarten up with the, with the hire for offensive coordinator I think they're just operating they're operating right now not knowing whether or not Lamar will fully fall into their hands and that opportunity is going to be there so we'll see what happens after hey
1: even if even Lamar don't come please yeah, don't. do not bring Nathaniel Hackett that is not going to be the option that's not going to help out nobody on that offense but that just goes to show coaching in the NFL you get fired as a white coach and immediately after playing, after having one of the worst seasons.
2: Hired in a second.
1: Hired. You, you got interviews tomorrow. Come on in, Nathaniel. Immediately. Same thing with, it's probably going to happen with the Chargers old offensive coordinator, Lombardi. He probably going to get some some offers and some calls because I know, I know if I'm him, as soon as I get an interview, I'm throwing Staley under the bus. Because it was, it was, not just me as the OC. Staley, <laughs> Staley got a, he got to wear some of that too. Twenty-seven-zero. We're talking in the chat like, yo, this is crazy. Trevor Lawrence, Greg is calling Trevor Lawrence's booty. They need to start it all over. Doug Peterson didn't do a good job. Ah, 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 ah. ah. Twenty minutes later, Most, it's again, oh.
2: they fired the wrong guy. Those interceptions you keep it above. They, they fired the wrong guy. The offensive coordinator shouldn't... When you go up twenty one 27 to nothing, that ain't the offensive coordinator's fault. He clicking on all cylinders at that point. You need to fire the defense coordinator and you need to fire the head coach. That's who you need. That's who you really need to be fired. He was a fall guy. You know, that's what, that's what it comes down to. Someone had to take the fall. They weren't ready to part ways with Staley just yet because um, he's improved the past year only by a win, right? In the regular season, he was 9 and 8 and what, this year 10 and 7. Um, but... Yeah, man, that, that all, there was nothing wrong in my opinion with the, with the Chargers offense. They're a high powered offense and they were playing with a ton of injuries all season long. So the offensive coordinator was working with what he had. And at times Justin Herbert was injured, right? He had the rib issue. Um, you had injuries amongst the wide receivers, which seems to be a constant theme year after year for them. So that that's not really on the offensive coordinator. I mean, come on now.
0: On the other side of it. Because I think it's far more look. Trevor Lawrence's interceptions weren't just nerves, and that's why I said what I said. I said he's ass because I thought a lot of mistakes were just completely unacceptable, right? You throw one or two, okay, you do three. It was like, what, the, like, what are we doing? You know, what are we and, then it was, and he got to four eventually. And it's like, bruh, he he was throwing the ball to the opposition directly, just he he throws with, a, with, an, with an arrogance almost like he's gonna put the ball he's a he's houdini he's on total ball to through the cornerback and the cornerback's not gonna make a play on it um he gets credit for poise and making plays on the stretch and or just flushing the first half down the toilet he gets credit for that he's a, he's a good quarterback he's not ass okay <laughs> he's a good quarterback um but i i think that's not gonna fly against the chiefs man and um I, <laughs> it's not gonna fly against the chiefs And I have my reservations about, you know, coordinating him too early. He he played great football second half of the season. He really did. Uh, But if you think about it, which and I keep saying it about the Jaguars, I've said this into into Utah. They invested millions of dollars. So he looked like this. You know, it's not a mistake that Doug Peterson's having success. That's, we're going to get into a whole different can of worms. But that's, what, that's why I hold against them in this whole coach of the year conversation. I have a hard time with that because you, they, they spent all this money on you know, free agent acquisitions for, for the right receivers. They, they traded for uh, Calvin Ridley quietly, okay? So they're going to be even better next year, okay, because they have a real number one. Then they went out and they got Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, who's, who's found new life in this offensive system, right? Come on. And if Evan, by the way, if Evan Ingram was here, he'd be killing with Dave with Ball. He'd be killing. He would be a monster. But nonetheless, he, he found new life here with the Jaguars. Moral, the story is twofold. I, the, the success that Trevor Lawrence has had is no mistake because they've invested in it. They've, they've, they've made the proper investments, I guess, to, to put him in the situation where he is now. They already had the defense in place. Defense is already good. And they had the number one pick overall on defense, Trevor, Trayvon Walker. They were going to be good. It was the offense they invested in heavy. Also, with the coach of the year conversation, it's the reason why Doug Peterson can't win, it, in my opinion. Because they made those investments. Because he had the resources allocated to make sure that he'd be successful. The Giants, the, the Giants set up Dave Ball to be horrible this year, and he still was good. And were, they could make a Super Bowl run with this roster. No, no, no. It's no question who, who the coach of the year is. None. It's not a debate. That's the way I look at it. But, um, yeah, uh, you know, back to the game, right, unless you have something to add about that. Back to the game.
1: Um, Um, Jaguars play the Chiefs next week. I I probably won't even watch that. That should be easily easily fourteen point win. E two touchdown, three touch. They might sit Pat Mahomes down in the third quarter. It should not even be anywhere near
2: a game. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm pulling for the Jags to win. <laughs> I, I, don't wanna, I don't want to. I don't want to see the Chiefs again. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know you are. But you know, you know damn well the Jaguars aren't beating that team. I'm sorry, the Chiefs. Said, well, we didn't
2: think they'd beat the Chargers either. Let's keep it a book.
0: Oh uh, no! In the group chat, I I said, I said it, I said it when they were 27 zero. We're gonna have. I was like, you know what? Chargers could totally pull the Chargers. Right? You said that. I said that. Yeah, you're right. So I'm saying and, from, know, from, from, no, from the
2: gate. gate. I'm saying from, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, from the gate. No, from the gate, I, I, I had chosen the Chargers, but I, I thought that was a point for the game to go either way. I didn't really know that, you know, for I wasn't confident in that. The Chargers are the Chargers. This is what they do historically. Is what they, all Brandon Staley did was continue a long line of F ups. That's all he's done. That's all they've ever done there. The Philip
1: Rivers teams, the Lodanian Tomlinson teams, Antonio Gates. Having well, was there, some nonsense. Having again explosive top-tier offenses. And then the playoffs come and it mean nothing, Not a ting. They even lost it on one year when uh when Mark Sanchez went on a little run. The Chargers lost to the to the Jets that year. It, yeah. It's it's in their, it's in their blood. We did not talk about this game though. Probably from what our fans and followers said on IG. They think that Cowboys 49ers game is going to be the best game next weekend. How do y'all see that one panning out?
0: It won't be better than Bengals Bills. It won't be. And I don't think it's gonna be better. I don't think it's gonna be the best game of the weekend because I think the Cowboys lack the discipline to run the ball enough to make that game a good game. Their possession is gonna be pretty short. That's just my opinion. They're too quick to get away from the run game, from my liking, to make it a good game. And I think also you're gonna to try to establish runs and to be tough because Fred Warner is a monster running side on the sideline. He's gonna shut that, shut it down, right? Their defense is really good. I, I, I don't know. How, the Cowboys should match up. They have a talent to match up, but then the Cowboys. This is the game they lose. They are not as disciplined. They're. I mean, look at it. They, their kicker missed every damn extra point last week. That's some. That's that's some Cowboys stuff. That's them. That's what the Cowboys do. Things like that happen to them in the playoffs. Okay. So now you are telling me I'm supposed to. Put equity into this game and think that they're gonna play a close game against a, a well oiled machine like Shanahan's 49ers. Yeah, all right, bro. The, the, the 49ers will win that game by two scores. It's kinda of hard to get it'll go. I think they're winning game by, by about two scores. Um mm-hmm. and I think they'll, they'll close the door on the Cowboys again. And you're they're gonna fire McCarthy. That's where hmm. I'm at
2: with. That's interesting. Firing McCarthy after he won a playoff game. Um can't can't say I disagree that the 49ers are gonna win though. I think. Look, this kid, Brock Purdy, has been impressive. And I was talking with my dad. He, he's on a rookie contract, right? Yo, I don't care if I'm on a rookie contract. If I'm Brock Purdy at the end of the season and I've won some pay, I'm, I'm saying, look, we need to restructure something right now. <laughs> I need a starting spot. I need something. You know, I, I ain't going back to third string once Trey Lance gets back. And, and if Jimmy, you were signing Jimmy another year, you, you ain't about to disrespect me and make me third string. Nah, 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 nah. That ain't, ain't going to fly, man. Brock Purdy's been playing lights out. He doesn't It look like the moment's too big for him. And, and people say the same thing week after week. I'm listening to all these different radio conversations. They're saying, oh, well, you know, I think when he gets into the playoffs, you know, he's going to uh they're, they're going to throw some different looks at him, things that he's never seen before. And it's like he, he's handling that really well, whether it's his preparation, whether it's just uh, him being better than we all expected him to be. He's handling that very well, and he's, you know, getting it to his weapons, which is all he needs to do. He doesn't need to make the big throws down the field. He doesn't need to, and he he still makes some big throws. But I'm saying that's not what his focus needs to be. And I think he's playing it the right way. And I think, look, I think this 49ers team is going to go to the Super Bowl.
0: Fair. I mean, look, they easily could. They should. They should. And I, I don't think the Cowboys are going to be the reason why they don't. That's all I'm saying. The Cowboys won't be the reason why they won't go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't – I think it, it could be a good game. It could be high scoring at first, but I think eventually the 49ers will, will separate themselves in that game because they're the better team, top to bottom. I just believe that. Um, and if Brock Purdy plays Dak Prescott, you have, you might want to have to have an honest conversation about Dak Prescott uh, between the and Cowboys Nation. But he played a damn good game against you know, Tom Brady, who – Tom Brady wasted all of our times of the night just just being there. It was disgrace. So he was a waste of time. He shouldn't have been there. Yeah, it was hard to watch. Tom Brady doesn't like to get hit. He doesn't want to compete anymore at that level. He's, he's not there anymore. He's, he doesn't want to get hit. He's trying to avoid contact at all costs, playing football, throwing the ball into the ground. It looked like Eli at the end. That's what he looked like that, that, that night, uh, for real. So – he had no interest in staying in the pocket and making plays. He's thrown the ball away. He's frantic. He threw. He. I have never. I haven't seen Tom Brady throw a red zone interception, interception forever. Like it, it's just something that doesn't happen. He threw that, but he just threw that ball to get it the hell out of his hands uh, on when they were down by a score. I think it was six yeah. times at that point. So uh, yeah, man, that that game made me sick. Just because, like, what are we doing? And everyone picked Tom Brady just because he's Tom Brady and you're not picking Tom Brady from three years ago. You're picking Tom Brady from now. You're picking him. You're picking the, the divorcee, Tom Brady. You're picking the guy who kisses his mom and dad in his mouth, Tom Brady. He always did that. But that's what you're picking. And so I'm not I'm not rocking with it. I'm not I'm – hey. it's tough to watch.
1: Hey, it was tough to watch. 35 for 66. 66 attempts. That, that is – that's disgusting. At his age, that wasn't a formula. I picked the Bucks. I was thinking that they was going to go – heavy 2025 attempts to limit for net type game and go that route. And the Cowboys would do a Cowboys thing and mess up four extra points. Miss is Cowboys brand playoff football. It's just, they played against the bucks who could not capitalize against that. Right. They're going to lose against the 49ers. And if I got to come up here and eat crow again, which I highly doubt I'll do so, but they'll lose against the 49ers better coach team, better quarterback, and yes, they they won, but I still think you have to have questions about Dak. Played less games and still led the league in interceptions. We still have to talk about Dak. I don't I don't care. We still have to talk about
2: Dak. And we're not we not talking about two, three games. We're talking about he missed the first six, seven weeks, right?
1: And still led the league tied with interceptions. That's abysmal. Before we close it out, right? We're, if we had to predict. We just talked about Tom. His rumors may go to the Raiders, may come back to the Bucks, or may just go get that hundred million dollar contract on TV. Get that started.
2: He got. He got, ten, he got a ten. He got he He already got a ten year deal lined up with I think Fox Sports. Ten years, mm-hmm. three hundred and seventy five million.
1: Oh yeah, my as, soon as, as soon as he's done. I had, the wrong, I had the wrong numbers. Is. I had the wrong numbers. My heart 30, but he 70, had $25 million.
2: Why are you playing still? You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Go, go get that career started. Take care of the family forever. That's it. You had a great career. You're still number one. What you going to go to the Raiders for? For what? What you going to go to San Fran for? Uh, actually, San Fran would be pretty tough. But, again, Greg brought up a good point. This ain't the same Tom Brady from three years ago. He has weapons now. They're not clicking. They are hey. not clicking. It, it ain't just the, their defense that's a problem. Their, their offense is just struggling, too. It's, it's I mean, partly Tom.
1: San Fran isn't an option, like you just mentioned, though, because that man Brock Purdy, like you said. We, hey, right. we got to talk at the, at the end of this.
2: I hope San Fran's not dumb enough to sign. They wouldn't be dumb enough to sign Tom Brady knowing he only has two years left. That doesn't make sense for anybody.
0: They don't need him. They don't need him. Right. Brock right. Brady is able to operate that offense at a higher level right now than Tom Brady could because Brock Brady's ability to move, throw on the move. He does things like he's he's, he's got the, the toughness right now yeah. to play that Tom Brady doesn't have. So it, it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I hate the excuse making for Tom Brady. I hate it. Talking about Todd Bowles, a terrible coach. Talking about the defense. Talking about all this nonsense. The guy, the, the offense isn't scoring. They're not scoring. He's not, he's not facilitating a good offense right now. He's not getting the ball to his playmakers. He's not standing in there making tough throws, taking hits standing in the line of fire he's not doing that he's not willing to do those things anymore it's over it's over and it's not fun watching him play you know what i mean like he's not fun to watch at all he still throws a good ball it's not it's not like his arm's gone it's just i the, the what, what what you need as a football player that craziness you need to be able to stand in there and get hit it's gone and maybe and i know those offensive lines the pictures are always really good so maybe he's not used to getting hit when he's living the football but if so i mean look that I'm sorry, man. Like, your offensive line's is going to get hurt every now and then. If you can't stand in there and take hits while delivering the football, uh, you've you got no chance. I'm sorry. And in a, in a league where we're, we're going towards running quarterbacks, Daniel Jones ran the ball 17 times in the game, right? Like, Colin Murray runs the football. Dak ran the football. Like, it's tough.
1: Hey, Tom might not – Tom might have to hang those cleats up. The thing is, because it's Tom Brady, and he ain't got nothing else. Wife left him. He could kiss his parents all he want. I think he comes back another season. If somebody offers the right contract, I can see Tom Brady back next season. Will we want to see it? No. But I can see Tom Brady coming back. And I can see an organization like the Raiders signing Tom Brady. Yeah. They'll get rid of Derek Carr, who is pretty solid. He's not, you know, a top 10 quarterback, but he's solid. I think he will do better than Tom, but they'll get rid of Derek Carr and bring Tom Brady in next year and have Devontae by week three asking to be traded.
2: <laughs> that's that's. But Ra- Raiders have to get rid of Derek Carr because if they keep him on the roster in these next few weeks, they're going to have to pay him whatever he's owed. I think it's 40-something million guaranteed, um, which I know they're not going to want to do that if he's not going to be playing for them, right? So they're either going to have to find the sign-and trade for him or release him. Um so, they better be working to find him a suitor right now or they're just going to end up having to release him and get nothing for him.
1: And also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, don't they have like a top three, top five pick this year? Yeah. Like, go get a quarterback. Do not bring Tom there. I can see him doing it, but please do not bring Tom there.
0: So, you probably haven't decided on if he's going to go to the NFL or not. It's, it's going to mess everything up. I thought, I thought he he ain't he
2: post. That post wasn't him saying he was gone? Maybe it was. I missed it. I don't know. I, th- I think he uh, – hold on. Let's get some – let's get some – Breaking news right now. CJ Stroud posted two days ago his caption, Proverbs 3, 5, 6, Tone. Break it down for us. Um with that said, I am declaring for the 2023 NFL draft as of two days ago. So he's oh. going to the NFL. Oh,
0: all right. Well, he could be a, he could be a raider. That'd be tough. He could be a raider.
2: That'd be tough. Seeing him in the black and silver, that'd be tough.
1: And he gets to start off with Devontae Adams. As his his number one.
2: Hold up, we we don't we don't think Adam's gonna try to force his way out. The only reason he went there is because of car. I don't think that's being talked about enough. I know. He why, was why, if you're Adams, why are you staying for what? Ah, uh, uh. To play to and you don't know who your quarterback is next is gonna be next year. W- what am I staying for? You know what I'm saying? I'm the best wide receiver in football. I'm not. I'm not about to just do a coin flip here and, and hope that you guys get somebody decent. I damn sure I'm not staying. If it's a rookie, waste my prime years.
1: Uh, Get me somewhere else. I think they, I think you make a good point. They should explore trading them, and I guarantee you'll get a, you'll get a nice haul for them. Start the the whole thing over. Get rid of Carr, trade Devontae, and I guarantee you're going to get some, at least one first rounder for Devontae. He just off of up and down season with quarterbacks, he led the league in touchdowns. Still 14 touchdowns. Mm. He, he, between him and A Rod, he didn't, he didn't lose a step. Devontae still.
2: Not, not to mention, you don't know how long Josh McDaniel is going to be there either. Right. So, so now you get getting a new quarterback who you don't know who it's going to be. And your head coach, pretty much, you know, the last few weeks of the season was talked about potentially being on the hot seat. So. I don't know, man. I, I wouldn't want to waste my prime in, in Vegas with some unanswered questions. Yo,
1: if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. mob ENT, we out. Obey. Peace.
2: <laughs>
1: Peace. I think I said obey.
2: <laughs>